I've got to tell you, nothing like sleeping on a comfortable mattress. And I get that every night, whether I'm in Los Angeles or St. Louis, with my sleep number bed. And with spring in the air, and you know what that means, cleaning time. And when was the last time you replaced your pillows or your mattress? Wake up refreshed with a mattress that helps you sleep your best. The Sleep Number Mattress adjusts to your ideal firmness or softness, and a queen starts at just $899.99. And with Sleep IQ technology, it adjusts to let you just have a great night's sleep. My Sleep Number setting is 90. My Sleep IQ score was 82 last night. Come in now and save on clearance beds and bedding as Sleep Number makes room for their newest innovations. Right now, you can save $500 to $1,000 on selected beds, plus up to 40% off clearance pillows. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Call 1-800-390-9100 and make sure you tell them George Norrie sent you. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Okay, welcome back to Coast to Coast. We're going to talk about your life in color. Now, for more than 20 years of professional experience in seeing auras, Dougal Frazier is an internationally recognized color intuitive who specializes in not only interpreting the meaning behind auras, but also demonstrating how color can be used to er change easily and improve specific aspects of your life Dougal, welcome to the program. I'm looking forward to this. Well, thanks, George. I'm really excited to be here. I appreciate you having me. And your book, of course, called Your Life in Color, Empowering Your Soul with the Energy of Color. Let's talk about that for a second. When you talk about your life in color, what does that mean? So basically, ever since I was a child, I've always seen energy and color around people. By the time I was standing in the crib, my parents used to talk about the fact that I would talk about colors and hearing voices, and it's just been a natural part of my being. I just sort of thought it was sort of a a strange reaction to the way I interacted with people, but I began to study different reactions based on personality types and what I saw as a professional intuitive, and so in my walking world as just a normal person, when people speak, if they're excited about a topic, energy will start to change. It will pop. It will sparkle. If they're upset about something, energy will contract and move. And so I just believe our entire life is made up of energy and that vibration or sort of language of the universe is in different shades of color. And those colors can tell me about people's strengths, their weaknesses. They can help guide me in decisions that I make in my life. And it's really kind of a a spectacular way to sort of see the world. The late American prophet Edgar Cayce saw color, saw auras. Is this a gift or are we all born with this, Dougal? So I think anybody can do it. You know, a lot of people like to refer to me as being gifted, and I really don't like that word. This is just a way that I perceive energy. But for years, I have taught workshops on teaching people how to see an aura. And and thousands of people, I've done it all over the world, thousands of people come and they think, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to see energy. I can get people to see energy within 15 minutes. Now, for some of us, it comes a little bit more naturally. This is just a a normal thing for me. But every single person listening right now can see energy. So I don't see myself as gifted. I identify as a clairvoyant. I'm a naturally visual person. So auras and colors are sort of the first layer. But then I also have something I refer to as cosmic charades, where I'll see random images or sort of visions in my mind's eye that somehow apply to the person that I'm interacting with. But everybody out there has intuition. We all just need to figure out our own special sort of extension of how that manifests. Now, for people who don't have the luxury of being on the Internet right now to look at colors and auras and things, let's kind of go through, if you would, 
some of the colors that uh, people emit and tell us what that means about them or what's happening to them. Well, there's one particular color that every single living thing has. And when I'm teaching people to see energy, this is the first color or first layer that we're sort of trying to look for. And it's a little bit hard to describe. I describe it as sort of a soft white, even leaning towards a pale yellow. And it sort of looks like a halo around the top or the crown of the head. In my opinion, this is sort of like chi or life force. This is what lets us know that our soul is alive, that we're connected, that we're thriving. And so I see this around every single person. It doesn't matter what age you are, where you're from, what language you speak. This is the first color that I will typically see. In your life in color, I specifically focus on 10 colors that I've noticed with certain personality traits. So we go through things like gold. I typically see gold around people who are self-employed, hmm. extremely independent. I mean, 99.9% of the time, if I see gold, you were either self-employed or you are thinking of it. Um, if I see ruby red around someone, they're highly emotional, super sensitive, def definitely empathetic. This to me is the color of the emotional body. Um, so through the book, we go through all of these different colors that will lead you to sort of looking at different aspects of your being. You'll check in with your finances. You'll check in with your health. You'll check in with your spiritual aspects. You'll look at how balanced your relationships are all through the lens of color. Is it the color, Dougal, that makes the person, or is it the person that makes the color? Oh, it's the person that makes the color, absolutely. It's definitely, I think, the way that we respond to other people's energy. It's the way we respond to environments. You know, like one of the things I love to see is if I'm at a performance, it could be anything from a live poetry night to someone singing, the energy exchange between the audience and the artist is spectacular. And, and especially the more they're interested in the work, the more excited they are, the more green you see in the room. You know, green is the color of communication. So when we're in a creative expression, when we're really getting our point across, when we're vibing with people, you just see these spectacular sparkles of green. And that's based on the environment. You know, it's our thoughts, it's our energy that generates these colors and these vibrations. And what I love about that is when we start to see auras, it really makes us sort of accountable for our own thought. When we walk this planet, do we want to be angry? Do we want to be grumpy? Because that's going to exude a certain energy. Or do we want to be mindful and wise and connected because that will completely shift and exude a different color? Ancient paintings of Jesus depicted him with a halo around his head. Correct. And you kind of mentioned halos. So what does that mean? What do you think? I actually think um, a lot of like Italian Renaissance paintings, I actually think a lot of those artists were clairvoyant and they were seeing energy. So again, that sort of crown, that halo of energy represents our connection. It's that glowing, it's that light. And what's funny to me is it's always above the head or at the top of the head. And I think the reason for that is to remind us that at our core, we are energy. And actually in the book, when we activate color, I always envision my meditation that the color be above my head because at first I want to remind myself I'm energy, uh, there's something bigger than my physical body, and then we ground it through us. So I think the idea of this halo, I mean, you can think of it literally, you can think of sort of the angelic realm, and there's a part of us that is divine and is angelic. But in its simplest form, I think it's really just the reminder that we are energetic beings. Dougal, if you come across someone who is evil... Yeah. <laughs> what do you see there for a color? 
Okay, so every color has a shadow side. There's sort of the light aspect and something that's a higher vibration that's a strength. But if it leans more opaque, if I can't see through the color, it's leaning towards the shadow side. So it really sort of depends. I think all human beings are inherently good, but the ego can get in the way and can trap us into negative thoughts and perhaps making the wrong choice. But I don't know if I necessarily believe in evil per se. I wouldn't label it that way. But if someone's very, very stuck, I can't see through the aura, and I actually can't see them. I will just see color, but I can't see their face. I can't see their body. I can't see through it, and that means there's a problem. But I mean like a serial killer. I'm, I'm not sure you've seen a serial killer, but if you were, I wonder what they would emit, if anything. It would be completely opaque. I mean, it would still, they could still identify as being an emotional person or a mental person. If they were a mental person, I'd see gold or I'd see blue, but it would be completely opaque and it would feel very thick and viscous. When, um, when energy is clear, it's light. Uh, it makes us want to stand up a little bit taller. It, it makes our energy sort of smile, if you will. The heavier or dense an energy, the more troubled the person is. What about a dead person? Any, uh, any color coming from them? I've had very interesting, I've had a few moments of being present with someone making their transition. Uh, first time was when I was a teenager with my grandfather, and when his soul left his body, it was the most amazing amount of purple I had ever seen. It shot right out the top of his head. I remember it bouncing around the room like crazy. It was the most divine, special experience, and it, it moved a lot faster. I don't know if I can even describe it as purple. It had more of sort of a violet hue to it, but I saw the energy move. But once that body stops, that energy is gone. That is a very, very fast process. With uh, what you saw with a dead person and this transition, uh, would, they, would this be called your aura? Or is this something else? So the aura, there's so many layers to the aura. So I believe that when I'm looking at someone, I'm sort of looking at the soul body. I'm looking at the energy that's emanating from them. If there is light emanating from that person's body, they are still going to be alive. When that light leaves the body, I think that's sort of the transference of energy. But in that moment that I'm with someone that's about to make their transition, I think you're seeing their soul body leave the physical body. Can a person change their color at, uh, at will? Yeah. So that's the whole point, is that there are certain personality types that we sort of can pull from based on color. For example, tonight, I'm on the radio with you. I want to make sure that I express myself as clearly as possible. I've been working with Emerald Green for the past, you know, 30 or 40 minutes before this interview. I visualize it. I surround myself in green. I'm wearing a green shirt. The intention is that I can deliver the information as clearly as possible. So... People think of me as being naturally chatty. I'm actually kind of an introvert. Um, I, I tend to be kind of shy. Nothing would please me more than just, you know, being a complete, you know, shut away that stays at home. So when I work with green, it reminds me to express myself, to be as clear as possible. So I'm taking on another energy to connect with that color, to convey with something, and completely changing my auric field. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.